Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Cameron. Join me as I spill the tea on all things educational technology. To begin, I'd like to acknowledge that I am located in Treaty 6 territory on sacred lands known as the Beaver Hills. For tens of thousands of years, Indigenous people have lived and thrived on here. This place continues to welcome many nations from all directions, arriving by land, air, and water, who are now all responsible to each other, the land, the resources, as long as the sun shines, the grass grows, and the river flows. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Tech Tea Podcast. We are jumping right into Season 2 of the podcast, and the first course coming at you is eTech 540, Text Technologies, The Changing Spaces of Reading and Writing. I'm really, really excited to start this course because honestly, we can't escape technology. We can't escape going digital. We're trying not to print as much. We have all of these changing spaces that we're existing with. We're reading on screens. We're writing on screens with our fingers. We're using our thumbs to type on a keyboard. Lots of people haven't used home rows. It's crazy. So much is changing so fast and I'm really excited to have the opportunity to dive into this course and talk about how these changes relate to the future and to education. Now, this episode is going to be focused on the definitions of the words text and technology as this was one of the introductory activities for this course. We had a few different options to choose from to explore these two words and the one that I settled on was the podcast by the word guy on internet age words. I think he just did a fantastic job talking about the origin of words, the history behind the evolution of the words and how they've been updated based on technology. And a quote that stood out to me that he said, which made the episode really fun, was the original meaning of the word is a metaphor for the new word. And that's just absolutely right, because every time he talked about a word that had been updated, I immediately had a clear image in my head that stuck out for me as what that word meant. Now, our task for this activity was to then think of our own examples of words that have been updated based on technological advancements. So instead of writing them down, I thought it would be fun to tap back into this podcast that I actually created for a previous course and kick off season two of the Tech Tea podcast with my own take on the word guy's internet age words. So without further ado, here are five words that I have identified as being updated based on technological advancements. Just a heads up that everything will be fully referenced in the text below, and the majority of my information is coming from miriamwebster.com. The first word we're going to talk about is the word tweet. So the previous definition of tweet is simply a chirping note. Now, when you think of tweet, you might have thought of a little bird singing something, or you might have thought of a very particular image. Maybe you thought of that tiny little blue bird. That would make sense because the updated definition of the word tweet is a post made on the Twitter online message service. So that's the first word that has been updated. The second word is going to be follower. And this one, I chose to include it because of the image that came to my mind when I thought of follower. 
The original definition of the word follower, there's a few of them, one in the service of another, one that follows the opinions or teachings of another, or one that imitates another. The updated version of follower is one who subscribes to a feed, especially on social media. And for me, when I think of the word follower, immediately I think of my Instagram profile and that little section in the top right corner of my homepage profile that says the number of followers that I have. So that original definition, that second one, one that follows the opinions or teachings of another, that's essentially what you're doing on social media. You're choosing to follow someone and you're choosing to listen to their opinions, to their content, to everything that they're posting. Number three is the word like. Now the original definition of the word like is to enjoy something or to get pleasure from something. And the updated version of the word like is the act or an instance of liking an online comment, post, etc. And I just think that it's pretty funny because you know how you're not actually supposed to use the word itself in the definition for that word? Well, that's what happened here. When we think of the word like, the metaphor that comes to my mind is the like symbol on Facebook. That thumbs up is just synonymous with the word like or even the hearts on Instagram. And of course, there's all of that research and data that has come out about the impacts and the negative impacts that that like button has had on young people. And that's a whole other conversation, but that is the updated definition of the word like. The next two words are probably my favorite words that I dived into. The first or the fourth word I should say is the word troll. Now, the original definition of a troll, actually before I do that, here's my metaphor of a troll. And I think this is why it's my favorite because whenever I think of a troll, I automatically think of one of those troll dolls with bright pink hair underneath a bridge that is just really mean and his hair hasn't been combed and he's just hanging out, he's a bully under the bridge. That's my metaphor. And the, the very first definition of the word troll is referring to a dwarf or giant in Scandinavian folklore inhabiting caves or hills. And that's essentially like what I think of. I mean, not really, I think of the troll doll, but you get the picture. And the updated version of the word troll is referring to the internet trolls. Um, and the definition is to antagonize others online by deliberately posting inflammatory, irrelevant, or offensive comments or other disruptive content. So we've attached this definition of bully to these poor dwarfs and giants in Scandinavian folklore. It's pretty sad. And the fifth and final word that we're going to talk about today is the beloved meme or may-may, as the internet once thought it was, but it was actually not. This is a really cool one because I honestly did not think that, that the word meme existed before, you know, the, the definition, and I'll, I guess I'll start with the updated definition here. Merriam-Webster talks about a meme as an amusing or interesting picture, video, etc., that is spread widely through the internet. And i just like to point out that the website gives the example of a funny picture of a cat that quickly became an internet meme. We all know that's referring to Grumpy Cat way back in 2012. So take a second, 
find a picture of Grumpy Cat and just giggle to yourself. But anyways, that's what I think of when I think of the word meme. It, it sounds like it's just a word that was picked out of the air. No one really knew how to pronounce it. And it's just become so predominant in like internet language that it's hard to think of a meme as anything else. But this word was actually coined by Richard Dawkins. In 1976, he wrote a book and he talked about this new word that he coined called a meme, which he defined as a unit of cultural transmission. A unit of cultural transmission is a meme. The definition has since been expanded to include an idea, behavior, style, or usage that spreads from one person to another in a culture. So how freaking cool is it that we have just taken that definition and applied it to a very specific media? Here we are spreading ideas, behaviors, opinions, jokes, politics, literally anything and everything to one another via a picture with words on it and we've honestly taken that definition and we've used it at least i think we've used it to its fullest potential there is a complete culture around memes so i just think that that original word that richard dawkins made with a unit of cultural transmission that's literally what we're doing with internet memes and i just think that is absolutely freaking cool all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you learned some things. I hope you had some fun. I hope you drank some tea. Make sure that you stay tuned because later on in the semester, I am planning on making a part two just because I had so much fun. So make sure you check back for that. Until next time, cheers.